Welcome back to ACC Football Kickoff. Let's take a look back at a memorable year for the Pack. QB Devin Leary threw 35 tutties, breaking Phillip Rivers' single-season program record. That defense was elite as well. The Pack allowed fewer than 20 points per game, second in the ACC behind only Clemson. NC State capped the regular season with a dramatic win over rival UNC. Pack trail by nine with two minutes remaining, but came back to win in the most improbable of ways. Unfortunately, Pack was unable to compete in a bowl game as the Holiday Bowl against UCLA canceled due to COVID concerns that may or may not have been legitimate. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Join now, Isaiah Moore and Drake Thomas here with us. And guys, your defense is very scary. And it's because of two guys like you and a heap of other linebackers in that core, Peyton coming back. I don't get to ask questions like this, so I'm going to ask you. We lack all those linebackers in a room. We say one of you guys has to come out of line. <laughs> Isaiah Moore, Drake Thomas, who is it? Man, I don't think anyone's coming out. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, man, we're going we to fight to the end in that room. Man. That, is a, that is a vintage a pack answer, answer right there. Uh, guys, let's talk about expectations. Because as you sit here right now, a lot of people believe this NC State team may be the greatest NC State team to ever take the field. You guys haven't played a snap yet this year. How do you deal with expectations like that? Yeah, I just think, you know, um, you know, we let the outside, you know, talk all the noise, but we have, we have to t take care of our business in the facility. Um, you know, we, we look great on paper, man. We look really, really good on paper, but we got to go out there and play a game. We got to go out there and try to go uh, one and no each day. And that's the mentality we just try to preach. Yeah, we know that that outside noise, all the talk, it really has no impact on Saturdays, you know. And we need to focus in on being consistent and showing up every single day to practice, workouts, whatever it is, and on Saturdays being the best version of ourselves because that's when we're the hardest to beat. Man, I know you got your teammate Peyton out here as well, but, you know, I believe you're the best linebacker core in America. And a big part of it is because your experience and your leadership. To start with you, Isaiah, what's what's most important to you about leadership and how, do you, how are you trying to help lead this team? Yeah, I think the biggest part of leadership is trying to hold others accountable. Um, you know, just being able to understand the standards of your program and understand the culture and just inflict that um, in a positive way on your teammates to get everybody to buy into the same message. Yeah, like I said, total buy-in is what you need to, you know, reach the goal, ultimate goal. You need everyone bought in and moving in the same direction. So just, and that, 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 that takes place every single day. Workouts, you know, everybody showing up with the same mindset, ready to attack every single day and get better. I think that's what it takes. And that's, you know, what we try to, you know, uh, to get everybody to do every single day. Drake, I, I want to follow up on that because I agree with Coach. I, I think your guys' core is unbelievable mm -hmm. and really has an opportunity to the whole defense. Yeah. But but that linebacking core to make unbelievable noise. Drake, you were placed in a really weird position last year where two of your brothers went down yeah. and you had to kind of emerge. I'm not saying you're not a vocal guy. I'm not there every day. But I saw you become a vocal guy and I yeah. saw you t get uncomfortable for your team. What was that process like? Uh, I mean, it was quick. It was a quick turnover. Uh, I really couldn't flinch at all. And, you know, I had these guys support, so that was definitely helpful. They, you know, showed me what it looked like to be a great leader, to be a vocal guy on the field, off the field, whatever it is, be the voice of the defense. And, you know, I think I really uh, took, took advantage of that. I took advantage of the opportunity, and I think I really uh, tried my best to step up and do the best I could for my team, and, uh, you know, I think it paid off. I, I mean, I think it did, too. You're a first-team all-conference guy, so I, I definitely <laughs> think that worked out. So, guys, I, I led by talking about expectation, but for a long time, the program at NC State was about the chip on the shoulder, what people don't believe you guys can do, and that's fueled you guys 
to overachieve, some would say. <clears throat> now that you are in that position, I'll start with you, Isaiah, where it's like, we expect the greatness. I know you said you don't pay attention to too much of it, but how does that mindset change? Do you still look to try to find places where people are slighting you guys? Yeah, for sure, because, you know, we <laughs> we haven't won the AC championship yet. You know, that's that, that we didn't accomplish that goal last year. Um, so un until we do that, we're all going to have a trip on our shoulder. Um, that's something that hasn't been done um, at our school for a very, very long time, you know, in, in football. So that's something we want to do and leave a legacy at NC State. What was a favorite moment from last year with all the highs of the season that was one to remember? And I know you guys are looking to build off it. Most of it's rear view. I know you guys will give me that answer because you're professionals and vets in your own way, older, wise men here. But when you look back and celebrate what you did, what sticks out? I would say that Clemson win. That Clemson win was a, was a huge turning point for our program. I hadn't been able to do it in a while. Uh, kind of felt like a get over the hump moment. And I think it's like something that we can really build on moving on to this next year and learn from the experience. Yeah, definitely that, that Clemson moment. Uh, but not even just in the game, but seeing Coach D with a red solo cup outside. That look from Coach Dave Dorn had the red cup, had the cigar in his mouth, was talking to us. It was a very memorable moment yeah. in Raleigh for certain uh, there in Carter Philly. EJ, go ahead. Fellas, as you watch the film in the spring from what you guys did last year, obviously you had a great season, but what aspect of your defense do you want to improve this coming season? Um, I think one of the most outstanding stats that we had was that we, we didn't recover a fumble last year. Um, we, you know, we had a, a good amount of sacks. Good, we led the league in interceptions, um, but not being able to recover fumbles and get that ball out and get those 50-50 balls, um, as they're called. You know, um, it's a big thing we need to improve on. And I think, you know, just showing us some things, you know, from a communication standpoint and just make sure we're all on the same page. Uh, we always preach never get bored with the basics. Um, so we always try to just enforce on um, our day one principles each and every day and just get better at them. Yeah, just to build off that, obviously we want to get the ball back. Well, we did a good job, you know, in the passing attack, getting interceptions, uh, getting our hands on the ball, tips, equals picks, and right. stuff like that. But just continuing to rip at the ball, you know, with the balls on the ground, get on it, just taking advantage of those opportunities to get the ball in our offense's hands. And it's getting more consistent. Uh, there are some games where we did struggle a little bit, whether it was the passing game, the running game, but I think that comes with experience and, uh, you know, leadership and just having mature guys in the locker room, just, the, you know, continuing to be more consistent week in, week out, uh, every single week. And we we got to give credit to Coach Gibson, you know, our, our D.C. for everything he does for us mm -hmm. on, on a, a daily basis and the, the standards that he enforces and, uh, and the standard he holds us to on a daily basis. He preaches against the ball out and we try to do that each, each and every day. Guys, what about the offensive side of the ball? Because I'm sure in practice, Devin hates going against you guys, but you get to see that every <laughs> single that day. Yeah. Right, I hope mean, I'm say oh, yeah, he, he probably he knows, they probably know the offense yeah, he, better than he does. He hates it, man. I'm he sure he does, it. but what, what, do you, what have you seen from him and, and the steps that he has made and, and the leadership, the, the playmaking ability? I mean, this guy is, he's one of the best in the country, yeah. and you get to see that every day. 100%. I mean, he comes to practice every single day with, like, a confidence and a swagger about him that, you know, doesn't go unnoticed. It's just, you know, something about how he approaches every single day, just, re like, very recognizable. Uh, he, like I said, he's confident and he's, his competitive nature. It just pushes everybody around him, everybody out there on the field every single day to be that much better. Yeah, there's a, there's a running joke um, going on in the facility that the linebackers steal the offensive playbooks during uh, spring, spring and fall camp. Y'all do, y'all do. <laughs> no, but um, D. Leary, man, he's, he's, he's just a, a different breed, man. I think we've seen over the past two years um, when, when he's under pressure, he, ne he never folds. Um, he had the ice in his veins and then um, the amount of trust and confidence he has in himself, it's uh, it's very um, contagious. It's contagious to the team, contagious to the offense. We got a lot of guys around him who believe in him and that will play for him. 
fellas, look, I played at Florida State, obviously. One of the hardest places for us to play was at <laughs> NC State. Facts. Played there twice. I think, the, I think both times we might have lost. The first time we lost to Russell Wilson, the second time we lost late in the game. Won't talk about it. <laughs> I think I was how, at that game. How important were you okay? Yeah. How important are your fans, man? Because I feel like they're like that 12th man for you guys, especially on the defense from those third downs. That's when it gets the most loud. Oh, yeah. I mean, we don't take it for granted either. We're super thankful for them. They show up, rain or shine, you know, you know. Uh, game's going well, game's going bad, they're there. You know, they're loud, and they're causing problems for the other offense, especially. And on third downs, you know, it's fun to be out there. It's fun to hear the crowd. You know, sometimes it makes it hard for us to communicate a little bit, but we embrace it. You know, that's a part of who we are. Yeah, I mean, you know, we were undefeated at home last year for a reason. Yep, yep. And a lot of that is because of our, our crowd, man. They bring it each and every day, like like Drake said, and um, they're going to let us hear about it. They, they hold us accountable, too, for awesome. sure. Mm -hmm. I'm going to add Peyton in the question. Explain each guy's personality as quickly as you can. <laughs> Start with you, Isaiah. Uh, Peyton is uh, relentless, uh, and that's probably the best way I can say it. He, whatever, whatever Peyton sets his mind to, he's gonna do it. Like there's no doubt about it. And then Drake, he's very, he's very strategic. I would say he's a, I guess he's the brains of the operation. I would say he, <laughs> he, he takes, he takes his shots, he takes his moments, but he's very strategic in what he does. I'll let you say what uh, Isaiah is like the vocal guy. You know, uh, he's the one who says things when something needs to be said he's that leader that you know you see on all great teams they have that one leader that one guy that's going to be in the middle of it you know saying all the things that need to be said in certain situations and that everybody looks up to everyone respects he's going to get things done for the team and put the team first it's pretty cool to see all three of you guys have a different role yeah. but the same mission Yep, yeah, it's very sure. cool, and you can see you guys are impressive young men. But seriously, who wins if I put you guys in? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just messing around. I'll, I'll tell you what, you talked about Pac Nation, and they make our job fun because you guys do have a feverish fan base yeah. that adores what you guys do out there on the field. The beauty of it is you give them something to cheer very loudly for. There'll be a lot of cheers in front of you this coming season with the expectations that looking in the eyes of these two, you guys are ready for the cause for sure. and the call. So we look forward to covering you on Saturdays this week. We appreciate the time, guys. Appreciate, yeah, appreciate you guys having appreciate us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Keep rolling along here to Queen City. Here